Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 513, from September 16th, 1997, a Tuesday night show, with guests the Insane Clown Posse. Now this episode marks the debut appearance of ICP on Love Line. Adam introduces Violent J and Shaggy, too dope, uh, he has a different way of saying that, to the audience, and jokes about a buffer guest being needed between them and tomorrow night's guest, Fiona Apple. ICP joined them from the top of the show in $12,000 Lucha Libre masks, by the way. They would return to guests in the show again on Classic Love Line 944 from May 12th, 99, and their final appearance together is from August 18th, 2002. Violent J would guest on the show solo for Classic Love Line 1324 on October 25th, 2000. There may be some lost episodes we find in the mix. If we get them, we'll of course put them in the feed. ICP would go on to become some of the most loved and hated guests in the history of the Adam era of Love Line. They start this episode trying to be very honest about their fake gang that led to the formation of the band and their name change. Adam has a very funny West Side Story riff mocking their attempts to venture into gangbanging. And it's not quite as intense as their later appearances. Violent J would go on to leave uh, some very classic drops in later episodes that get used still to this day sometimes. Rarely. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997, and some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. And if you'd like to follow and support my work, please see SuperfanGiovanni.com. Mahalo, and get it on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. <sighs> Two. Welcome with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. You're gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Love Line's meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. Dr. Drew is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. Tonight, our guest is the Insane Clown Posse and then uh, Fiona Apple being here on Thursday. <laughs> Quite a combo. We really need a buffer guest tomorrow to just, uh, we need an in-between. But um, no further uh, no further musical act from Fiona Apple, I believe, than the Insane Clown Posse. All right, so let's just get a few things straight uh, with the Insane. Now, this is, by the way, it's uh, Violent J and uh, Shags Too Dope, right? right? But we'll just call them J and Shags for now. Uh, first off, these guys are big and scary. <laughs> White guys, by the way. I didn't know you guys were white with all the clown makeup and everything. Whiter than the snow that falls in Montana, brother. You certainly are. But I, I, So what happened is, is Drew and I were sitting in the booth here doing a little work, and the door opened up, and I think I was getting up about the same time yeah. to walk out. Yeah. And uh, two huge men wearing ski Mexican yeah. pro wrestling. <laughs> no, those aren't ski masks. Well, I mean, they... they they're, Drew, you don't they watch a lot of Mexican wrestling. Yeah, right. You don't watch uh, Mexican These wrestling. Authentic, authentic $12,000 Mexican wrestling masks. Lucha Libre. Lucha brother. Libre style. Oh. And these masks are custom made to fit my nugget and his nugget. Oh, I mean, it's, it's kind of a cross between a uh, hockey goalie's mask from the 70s 
and uh, Leatherface from Chainsaw Massacre with and Liberace. <laughs> That's right. We try to have the serial killer element to the mask yeah, to add to the fear, the same fear that struck your heart when we walked in the room. Now, you've got room. something covered. It, I can it, see it your eyes. It struck more in my heart. I crapped in my underwear, too. It struck, <laughs> struck my crotch What if you well. covering your eyes there? I can't even see it. That's a secret. It's a secret material made by a wizard on top of a mountain in the Appalachians, brother. But I can see out. That's That's how it counts. He hides hides his eyes due to the fact that I swelled them shut last night in a wrestling match. That's right. I thought it was a pot thing. (laughs) <laughs> that could, could be, could it, be yeah. a little element of that in there too not yeah. a bad idea so it works good when you're driving and you get pulled over and the cop can't see your eyes you know they don't have a problem with you then you know oh, if, I, oh. if i was a cop and i say get out of the car i would just oh i just draw my pistols and just start firing. just start firing immediately see that, that, that's the benefit because they're bulletproof too that's right <laughs> okay don't try it don't try it with the culver city pd because they got those uh they got those magic piercing bullets over there Anyway, these guys walked in, scared the crap out of me, and uh, now they're here. They seem decent enough, but uh, I'm not going to piss you off because uh, you guys are frightening to me. The Insane Clown Posse. Now, let's just do a little bit of history here. I was reading the bio, and the the original name was Inner City Posse, right? That's right, back in the days. In Detroit. That's right. And you guys were a bit of a gang that rapped, right? We were sort of a, a wannabe gang, but we got our asses kicked every day. <laughs> All the time. Every time you saw me, we getting our asses kicked. <laughs> and uh, when we released this little record, this little EP called Dog Beats in Detroit, uh, it started making our gang popular, like mm-hmm. in the suburbs around Detroit and everything. And all the real gangs that were in Detroit on the southwest side, then they really started raining on us because we were getting a name for ourselves even though we were weak. You know what I'm saying? We were right. getting beat down all the time. And yet everybody was talking about the inner city posse, you know. That helped influence the name change and everything into the Insane Clown Posse, thus the mask to hide our face, because everywhere we went, we had a foot hanging out of our ass because we were constantly getting beat down, you know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. I'm not like a normal rapper that's going to sit here and tell you, well, my gang days, you know, we used to run the streets. It was quite the opposite with the Insane Clown Posse. We sucked. Well, you ran the streets, you're just running running for help. You're running down them trying to get away. You're getting chased. So That's yeah, why I never got in a gang. The inner, city, the inner city posse thing uh, died out quicker than it formed, you know. I didn't realize that real gangs were a generation type thing and everything. Right. We just moved on to the southwest side, and right when we were there, we said, hey, the cool thing here is gangs, and let's become and one. It was all good till they started our siblings in our ass, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> well, this is, a, this is why uh, us Americans get our ass kicked in some of these European sports like uh, soccer, cross-country skiing, or something like that. It takes a couple of generations. There you go. You there can't you go. just have a couple of white guys move to the inner city form up a gang that afternoon expect to go out and uh, stomp it, it some ass and it, take some turf it wasn't the case of skin color so much on the southwest side it's, it's southwest side of detroit is a beautiful place it's got every race living there it was more the fact that uh we were walking around with rhinestone icp hats on and icp t-shirts you know you don't do that like i i don't know about here in la but i doubt the crips walk around with a Crip hat on with, say, the Crips on them, you know, no. and the Crips jackets and everything. And, and, you know. and, a, and a Target with a bullseye. No, you, <laughs> yeah. Well, here you don't walk around, but it's you guys... It's more like in code, but we we had no idea at the time we had it, you know... You guys were watching too much West Side Story was the problem. I think the that was the case. You, th- you give yourself a cool name, you get some jackets, some silk jackets <laughs> made up, you put some pomade in the hair, and you go out doo-wopping. You know, Meanwhile, some guy's got a machine gun. 
We did our we did our little bit though. We were dangerous on our good nights. You, know uh, what I mean? you scared the, the crap out of me when you walked in. Majority of the time, we were getting stomped down all the time. All right, you know so I mean? you you changed the name uh, once you started to have a little success in the insane clown posse. Yeah. And <clears throat> then what? Did you get out of that neighborhood? No. Well, yeah. Our, our gang dwindled down to about three of us. Everybody else went back to wherever they were from. You know. Uh, and, and, and then there was no longer a gang It was more like just a group And we kept rapping But it wasn't the gang thing that got us to change the name to the Insane Clown Posse It was the arrival of the Dark Carnival This is where you think I'm truly psychopathic But it's the real deal It was like catching the Holy Ghost, brother It was the arrival of the Dark Carnival into our life and then from that day on, we became the Insane Clown Posse. We speak of six prophets in the form of albums. And what's out now is the Great Malenko. That's the fourth Joker's card. Those in Detroit, a lot of them have been following this saga right from the start. Every album is a Joker's card. It's a black cover with a clown face on it. Yes. That's, a, that's an album or a Joker's card. And we said there's going to be six until the end. It could be the end of the world. It could be the end of the band. It could be the end of Nell Carter's acting career. No, nobody knows. You know, whatever. It's just well, the end of something. You know what I'm saying? Let's hope it's Nell Carter's acting career. Yeah, let's. So, you know, the whole deal is the coming of the Dark Carnival changed our world forever. You How did the I mean? uh, Dark Carnival speak to you? It, it came in. It just it was a necessity. It had to happen. Nothing made sense anymore unless we donned the clown makeup first. And believe me. This was no money-making gimmick. When we went on stage for the first time in front of 19 people at Todd's on 7 Mile in <laughs> Detroit and got booed off stage at our own concert, it didn't seem like a good idea at the time. You know what I mean? We stuck with it. Right. And now we get booed off stage out here in L.A. and in New York, but the Midwest likes it. You know well, what I'm saying? It, We're still working at it. They, they got a lot of snow days over there. Here's what I'm thinking. It's a lot like... Uh, Remember when Richard Dreyfus was molding that mountain out of mashed potatoes? And uh, what was that, uh, Close Encounters? Oh, thank you, Engineer Mike. I got Drew uh, looking at me like a, like a goldfish staring out of his bowl. In Close Encounters, the point is, is that uh, Dreyfus believed. Everyone thought he was crazy. He started molding this mountain in his living room out of any uh, extra thing he could find. Has any, anyone knew. seen this movie? He knew. he knew. That's right. And everybody thought he was a nut. That's he right. He knew the, the little hook there. You know what I'm saying? He knew they something were coming. came and told him. All right. Maybe it was a dark carnival. So what's going to happen? You don't know. I think this, Spielberg told him, but anyway. What's going to happen after the six Joker cards is a dark carnival is going to sweep across the land as a mass wave of violence. And hopefully I'm wrong, but this is what we believe. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just going to get live the whole time while I'm waiting for it to come. I'm not going to sit around and cry. Instead, I'm going to tour all over the country and try to get with chicks backstage and do my thing and try to be a, rap, a rob star, rack star, rob star, whatever we do. And I'm going to do my thing, and I'm going to be a wicked serial killer clown all the way till the carnival comes and sweeps me up, brother. All right, yeah, save this tape for hard copy, Mike, in case there's any mishap with the band. All right, uh, so we'll hear something off of the uh, great Malenko as uh, time wears on. And uh, let me just ask you guys, I don't want to, uh, I want to stay on the good side of the Insane Clown Posse. Uh, when this carnage comes, uh, right. will I be on, you know, will I be hey, saved? Hey, you, you, only you know that, brother. You know See, I can't right now you. we sound like complete lunatic maniacs, and I, gr I gladly hold that title. But to the longtime juggalos out there that are following the Insane Clown Posse, they know the storyline. And you'll know every, every Joker's cart is another reflection of yourself 
and it all makes sense. But enough about the Dark Carnival, enough about the Insane Clown Posse. I came here to answer questions about sex because I'm a specialist in sex and I know all there is to know about sex. I've had it at least four times. I know what I'm doing in this, in this, in this world of sex and I'm here to tell men how to stimulate women and everything else. That's what I'm a professional at, right Shags? Hey. Hello. <laughs> Listen to him, brother. That's a ringing endorsement, Shags. Huh? Vincent, you're I, 31. I am, the, I am the antithesis of the insane clown posse. You what are. I dropped out of school in the eighth grade, brother. Yeah, you got to help me out with that word. He is the exact opposite <laughs> of the insane clown posse. Perhaps a headbutt to your face would change your opinion. I'm glad I'm here and you're there. <laughs> you should be, because you'd have a foot in your ass like I had in mine. A lot of foots in the asses going around. <laughs> That's right. Vincent? All right, what's, uh, listen, hey, uh, don't rile the band. That's right. Vince, right. what's going on? Ask your question. What's going on? They, they sound like a ni- nice bunch of guys. Oh, yeah. Real nice. What's going on? Uh, single guy, never been married. I'm not shy getting to know women. Uh, usually, frankly, I'm not that interested in getting to know a particular woman. Listening to your show uh, doesn't help matters because I, I start to realize uh, most of the world is screwed up somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm. And... I think it would be better, in one sense, just to you know live a, a quiet, sometimes lonely life, than to get into a relationship uh, when it's you know heading for the rocks. But that's screwed up too, right? Uh, better yeah, to because have, there ought to be a happy balance. Better to have loved and lost. Yes. Uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Well, I ventured. He who hesitates is lost. Carpe diem. <laughs> I dated a lot when I was younger. It's like my grandpa used to say, Drew. Okay, I, 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 Hold still I, I, so I can have sex with you. So, so <laughs> you dated a lot when you were younger, and what happened? Um, well, frankly, either I was interested in the gal, and then after a while it didn't work out that way, or vice versa. So I've had opportunities, I suppose, that the gals were wanting to get married or whatever, but I was not uh, particularly interested at that time. Get married? Yeah. Uh-huh. How about a relationship? Well, no, we had a relationship, and then it's, it often seems as if a relationship either progresses where you stay friends, you move towards marriage, or friends. Uh, it kind of goes down. Well, it sounds like you've, you've lived a very sterile, safe sterile. life. Yeah, you had friends. Not really. I, I, to some degree, I suppose I have. All right, let me, let me ask a few pertinent questions uh-oh. here. All right. Um, how many women have you made love to? Zero. Oh, zero. Okay, I'd Whoa. say that's fairly stale. That's pretty Maybe that's stale. the problem, brother. Uh, that'll uh, I would cancel my next question is <laughs> how much sodomy have you had with women? But uh, I guess I really shouldn't ask that now. It, it's not that there haven't been opportunities, but it's been a conscious decision on my part where, frankly, partly it might be, you know, I'm afraid of what kind of STD there might be. Okay, all right. right. Well, well, this is like starting. excuse to me. Hold on a second. See, this is the way. This is, I'll tell you what happens here. Uh, uh, ICP, if I may call you that. Uh, our listeners call up, and they sound relatively sane. And they start talking about relationships and marital plans and uh, the longing for um, for companionship. And you, you figure everything's... And then you you scrape beneath the surface a little bit, and you realize, this guy's 31, he's a virgin. He's, he, you're right, he is the sadabadabi of the insane clown posse, or whatever that word he That's said right, was. That's right, because we like he ain't nothing like possible. me. I hey, had but, sex when I was 13, and I've been having it every night since. How you going to go out with a chick and have he's a relationship he's, he's if, 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 you, if you ain't hitting it? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you ain't, you know... All right. Well, yeah, well that's why they left them. And then they want to marry them. They want to marry you because they want some 
you know, action or whatever I can say. Maybe yeah, some money or something. So, Vincent, you're you're afraid of getting an STD, is that right? Well, that's partly, but it, uh, it's really I bad. think that's I an excuse, brother. That of course. Hello? Even Shags knows that's an excuse. Well, I know that there are precautions <laughs> Hold that on. can take. Shag, uh, Vincent. What? Do you realize you're taking relationship advice from a guy in a Mexican wrestling mask? <laughs> and it's better than what hey, he's talking about. He don't make any sense. I've been with the finest girls in the world, all right, brother? Let me tell you, that sounds like a cop-out. You know, you know, STDs. Put on a condom, huh? Maybe I, you ain't going to get nothing. Well, the response is this, is that even if there were no STDs, personally... You still wouldn't have gotten none. Well, <laughs> personally what? Uh, because of my particular kind of religious background and also I, I don't my feeling is this my feeling is that I want to first of all have something that I can give my wife that I've never given anyone else yeah. second I understand that an sex, orgasm yeah sorry sex <laughs> is uh, you know something in my book it's something pretty special and right, and what, what is your, what is your religious persuasion I'm a Carnival. Christian. Okay, and uh, just it is special. That's why you should be having it. This question may may come may not make sense, but how many times a day do you wash your hands? Excuse me. Do you wash your hands a lot during the day? Do I? Yeah. Eh, no. No. You don't don't have that uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. I would say that I'm probably a little more uh, cognizant uh, of things like that. How many times a day do you wash your hands? Uh, whenever I go to the bathroom. After he takes them out of his butt. <laughs> <laughs> or, or when I'm going to go do the dishes or stuff like that. How many times a day do you wash your hands? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, because, uh, 10, 15 times. Uh-oh. Anything over eight. Uh, over eight is obsessive-compulsive disorder. <laughs> Listen, Vincent. Y- you have a little bit of a disorder. Now, here's what I'm saying. We don't want to spend... We're spending way too much time on you. But please listen in a nutshell, and uh, I think everyone will agree with this commentary. Uh, You have a thousand and one reasons. It could be diseases. It could be your religious background. It could be um, uh, relationships, whatever. you got a million reasons why you can't get involved. But those are all excuses. HPV. These are defenses. And you also have OCD. It's got a quality about you, obsessive quality. Right. You have an obsessive quality about you, Vincent. Here's what I'm saying. Stop worrying about women. Stop worrying about religion. Stop worrying about venereal diseases. And start worrying about yourself. You get yourself straightened out, then you're free to go out and make responsible decisions like every other adult. Uh, you, you understand? Know, you, you've got to, I mean, humans need relationships to, hey, to hey, be healthy. I hey, mean, here, go, here goes a hook, too. Go to the Oriental Health Spa. And they'll take care of yeah. you real good. You don't they'll even have to up. have sex with them. You, if, if you want to stay a virgin because of your relationship, that's cool. Oriental Health Spa will take care of you. You don't even have to get up off the table. That's they right. will take care of about 150 bucks. What brother. goes on at those things, Jay? Let me tell you. All I live for stuff. those. I've been at, at everyone from New York to L.A. <laughs> in between. 150 bucks a night. Ask my road manager. It's, it's definite. We have to stop. You go in there. You lay down. It depends on where you're at. But usually they break out with the baby oil. They mm-hmm. start hooking you up, you know. Right. And then... They rub across your scrotum, right? If you will, and then when they see that you dug that, they tap on your thingling and they say, "You want extra?" You say, "Yeah." They say, "You know," they, they give you your price, and then they hook you up. What do you want? If you want them to fully hook you up with sex, you want to have sex with them, be about another hundred bucks. If you want them to just jack you off or whatever, they'll hook that up too. That's what my man needs to do. What is that? About ten bucks? That's like. 25 bucks. Oh, really? The greatest thing in the world. Because they probably put down the extra 75 and just You need to release some of that tension. Go talk to an Oriental health spa in your (laughs) local neighborhood and uh, 
try the dark carnival religion because that one sounds like it's holding you back, <laughs> then, brother. Go to spa. Tell them Vala J sent you. They'll uh, give you a discount. It's, it's, it's probably off. a coin toss between Christianity and the dark carnival religion for Vincent. But uh, I would think something in between would probably work for him at right. this I point. Mean, it, you know, it, it's, it's interesting that Vincent would call our show where, we, where he has to listen to the other extremes of relationships. And he... he <laughs> It, it, the, the kinds of stuff we talk about here are not uh, people Very typically true. at the picture of health, and neither is Vincent, though. I mean, if you can't have relationships, you've really got a problem. All right, Jody. Yes. Jody, you're 15. Yeah. Please uh, try not to be molded by tonight's content. Oh, I'll try not to be. All right. Okay. Um, first of all, I want to say I love your show. And I love you guys, and I'm not so sure about ICP, but... Uh, the, hey, I was listening to their CD. Oh, yeah? They, you'll learn to love us. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be forced to love them. Okay. When the sure. dark carnival comes. Right. All right. Yeah, what's okay. going on, Judy? Okay. I'm 15. Um, I started having sex when I was 13, and I'm dating a 21-year-old now. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, hold on, we're gambling. We're gambling, on, Jody. Hold on, hold on. No, we're gambling. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Oh, no. Okay, hold on. Shaggy, you almost got busted. <laughs> All right, do you guys... Oh, for Christ's sake. Only Drew, give me a dollar. dollar. I have two dollars. Right. Oh. Hey. Do you guys have any money? Yeah, I'm fat. Got, I'm a millionaire. Oh, you fat? Brother. All right, Jay, Shags. Got crazy money. I don't mean in the bank. Oh, I mean right on you. pocket. What are we talking? Look what a I'm dollar. Doing. I just need a dollar. Wow. I think all I got is 20. Right, here you go, brother. All right, that's good. We're taking a bet. Give Shags... Here. Yeah, we're doing some gambling. Shags, you got a dollar? Here's a dollar, brother. This should be interesting. Oh, that's nice. All right. Four bucks in there. Here's what we're doing, Insane Clown Posse. Uh, Jody over here is 15. Jody had sex when she was 13. She is currently dating a 21-year-old. We gamble on people's paths on this show. Paths. Yeah, I think there's a T in there somewhere. What we want to know is what kind of environment did she grow up oh, I in? I can tell you what right now. Oh, you can? I yeah, can tell you right now. Definitely. That's the kind of girl you meet the first time. First time you meet them, they tell them about how their dad, like, molested touching them. them and stuff. Ah, the yes. First Everybody time you knows meet that. them, they're Come telling on. you that they got molested. Five minutes into your conversation hey, with them, and it's more attention. These guys are from the inner city. They know what goes down over hey, here. The first time a girl tells you that her dad molested or whatever, you know you're in there. You That's know right. you're getting skins. They know you know you're question you're not getting skins. If their dad molested them and you know within 10 minutes of your friendship with this person, you're guaranteed skins right. that night. You'll be uh. slapping skins within two hours after so that. So it's, it's almost an aphrodisiac. So molestation is almost foreplay to you oh, guys. That's a great thing to talk about because that means you're getting some. Because people that really got molested, they right. don't just talk about that. You know what I'm saying? That's something you find out six months down the line. I don't believe she really got you know. Oh, 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 that's very interesting. You find yeah, that out six that. months down the line after after you're in love with her, laying in bed, you know, whatever. Let me tell you, the insane clown posse may not have a lot of formal education, but they got some street smarts, this band. Hey, let time. me tell you something. I came across a lot of them, brother. Okay. Hey, All right. To well, a wait boyfriend, a he's got to remember, 15 will get you 20. That's right. He, she's on the radio All talking right. about her business. All right. So, Shags, you uh, were gambling here. What do you think? Well, you uh, think let's what? Go, we have to take a break. All right. Okay. All right. I, I I got a feeling I know what the uh, insane clown posse's answers are. We're gonna but get real specific. when we come back, we're going to get real specific about gambling about Jody's past. After this, Yo G. The phone number for Loveline is one eight hundred Love one nine one. Loveline, right back. Blinds galore, baby. Cool your home, man. 
you want to talk about it. I know it's getting hot. It's hot where we are. It's hot where you are, I'm sure. It's hot right here. It's hot right here. Oh. Yeah, turn the air down a little. Anyway, it, the, the sun just blasting through. I mean, think about how hot your car gets. Think how much cooler your car would be if you parked it out in the sun if it had blinds all the way around. Well, that's the same thing with your house. And then also everything gets bleached out. The fabric gets bleached out. The... You get bleached out. The carpet gets bleached out. Blindsgalore.com. Quality, custom-built blinds and shades made just for you. We use them here. Use them there. And it's the kind of thing you get once and you use it for the next 25 years. So let's get going. Free samples, free shipping, free design advice, and uh, real easy. And you save money over the big box stores. Blinds Galore. They really do have Blinds Galore. Go to blindsgalore.com. Let them know I sent you. Let them know that uh, they are proud sponsors and that you heard it here. Blindsgalore.com. All right. Hi, this is Chad Smith. And this is a Dave Navarro. We're from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And you're listening to Loveline with... Dr. Drew. And Adam. Corolla. Yes, you is. And the phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Jane Shags are here from the Insane Clown Posse. And uh, for those of you who missed the description earlier, these are two <coughs> huge guys wearing Mexican pro wrestling masks and who just scared the crap out of me when they walked into this uh, studio. Drew, could you imagine uh, waking up at night and finding uh, one of these or both of these guys Same in your home? Oh. You would just you would have a coronary and yeah, die right yeah, there. Yes, you would. Most times they just lay right back down and go back to sleep Pull and the let covers us take over their head. whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be actually helping you load the truck. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So when we left off, we were speaking to Jody. Jody's 15. Jody had more to say, but I uh, put her on hold. She's uh, had sex when she was 13. She's currently dating a 21-year-old, and we started some gambling. Now, uh, Shags, would you like to go first? Sure. On the uh, we're gambling on Jody's past. You're going for some sort of molestation. All right, I'd say some sort of touching, fondling, some of that sort. Okay. Maybe a little beating, something like that. You know, uh, sprinkling of beating. Maybe. How old? How old? When the, the fondling uh, touching started. I'm shooting for. Uh, I don't know, man. I'll little kid. All right. I say. I say. Uh, uh, probably like the week before or something. You know what I'm saying? Say <laughs> Not eight, last week. Eight, eight, eight. Okay. So you're going before, uh, after know. eight. You're going after say, eight. Yeah. All right. He don't know his face from his ass. <laughs> Talk to me, brother. All right. Here's the deal. All right, Jay. What are you going with? No, no disrespect to trailer parks. Seems how I lived in one for 18 years. Right. But uh, trailer park. She's mm-hmm. from a trailer park because that's where the molestation goes on. Definitely trailer park. And uh, she started getting molested when she was about eight, right when she grew bumps. You know what I mean? Before, uh, so you're going. Basically, we got molestation, but Shag's got after eight, and you got uh, let's uh, say ten. You got after ten. You got before got eight, ten. Be, before ten. There you who go. Did, who did it? Uh, a relative, definitely a relative. How? I'd say, I'd say stepdad. 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 Okay. Stepdad. Okay. I'd say a relative Ooh. or a step uncle. Is there such thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one of them. Okay. I'm going with um, no molestation and no sexual abuse, but uh, some some physical abuse. Okay. No, no. I'm downgrading. Just verbal abuse. All right. Verbal, verbal abuse. abuse. I'm going to say things were pretty good until she was about eight. And uh-huh. then something happened. Uh, 
and part of it was she was touched by somebody, but something the family fell apart, sibling got sick, something like that. Divorce, something, um, somebody re- passed some, away, some, yeah, some something real, like that. Real intense uh, crisis okay. in the family. All right, Jody. Yeah. All right, what do you think? Okay, um, my dad was an alcoholic, and my mom left him when he was when I was two, and then um, as let's see, when I was about. I think the young, the oldest I can remember was five, and I was um, molested by my dad. Yes. Um, and that went on. Hold on, that is the scariest part about the gambling. When the people, and it's not just the insane clown posse. I mean, uh, we we could have um, authors in here, <laughs> and when they win their bet, it's yes, and they're yes in the win in the bet. But I know it sounds pretty cruel because uh, I was molested by my grandfather. Yes. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yes. That uh, is the all right. Boots. But the fact that, again, the point is, and the St. Clown Posse helped us make the point rather <laughs> nicely tonight, and that is that yeah. things when you're doing things at uh, your age, it's because of stuff that happened to you. And we can predict what that was just by hearing the the most flimsy description of your present history. Mm-hmm. We could easily predict that. Right. Past. We cut Jody off. She didn't. She uh, to we tell cut us her anymore. off a few words into oh, the sentence. I just got to know one more thing, though. I want to know when it's all said and done. How long was she going out with the twenty-one-year-old guy before she let him hit it? I guarantee it was on the first day. First date, you Jody. Don't lie. You maybe. Well, I didn't hear what he said. How how quick did you have sex with the twenty-one-year-old guy? Uh, about. Don't lie. Two and a half weeks after we. Oh. Two and a half weeks. No, wait, wait, wait. How, how many dates into? Uh... No how dates. Many days into dates. It? Dates. No dates. Dates. Yeah. Oh, dates. Um, Forty at the trailer park. <laughs> Um, Tipping back. Hope <laughs> four. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. All right, Jay, you're losing a dollar for that. You, I know. You, went, he, you they, went way out on a limb there. That's it was two and a half weeks. I still got these three bones right here for th- three two liters of Fago when I get home. Yeah. That, that's a cheap soda, right? That's right. We don't have that out and here. And one more thing. That, that last <laughs> dollar would be mine. I know. I'm giving that, it to Shags. If that 21-year-old had any of my game, because it would have only took me two hours to tag that. He must That's have been another story. Yeah, that All right, Jody. Well, and now, so we, I'm Thank sorry we, we made a point at your expense. Now, what what is the question? Um. Well, and now I'm I'm living with my mom now, and um, there was um, there was physical abuse with my brother. Just to set that straight, um, I have been dating him for three months, and I've lost interest. Like about a month and a half ago, I lost interest with having sex with him. I just was totally disgusted with it, and. I don't know what's wrong with me, and like this happened about eight uh, months Jody, ago. Jody, that that is a vestige of health. I know coming through. I know, but like okay. this happened. I know this happened like a, a while ago too. It's my yeah, but I suggest I suspect the the while ago experience was with another abusive a hole, like no. this guy. Listen, you're dating not, any guy who's 21 who's dating a 15 year old is flawed. Hey, and unless he's from the south and plays the piano real good. So what? You, you trying to get rid of this dude? Is that what you're saying? No, she no, wants to know why she's so know. repulsed. I just no, I mean like, I don't. Well, I, think, I, I don't think it has to do with my past. So I'm disgusted with having sex with him. That's right. No, I mean. Listen, Jody. Yes, mm-hmm. you're angry, Jody. With how did we know what happened to you in the past? I mean, how do you, how do you think the insane clown posse stumbled onto that? It was pretty easy. You understand? Yeah. And now this is what you're living out. So, part part of that is having very conflicted, unpleasant feelings about men, 
And I, I suspect this feeling is actually a good instinct because you're somewhere in there you realize this is a repulsive person. And uh, your your attempts at intimacy are thwarted, and then you feel repulsed. You need to go find yourself a good seventeen year old little punk, and make him your boyfriend. Right in about two years, because I I yeah. think Jody needs to just take a little time off. Yeah. I mean, you had some horrendous stuff done to you, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's probably hard for you to be alone, though, right? You always have to be with a boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I've yeah. always like I've yeah. Well, I've, you, all right. Here are your two immediate goals, Jody. Be with someone, uh, three immediate goals. Be with someone who's not abusive. Be with someone who's close to your age and don't get pregnant. But the thing is, this guy is not abusive. Yeah, I but he's told... twenty. He's 21 and you're 15. So is that abusive? It, 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 means, it means something's wrong with him. It really does. I can understand uh, there's a lot of 15-year-old women that look real good, That's and I understand the allurement of that. But when you're 21, you don't make a – you don't date a 15-year-old. Let me, let me year say old. something in his defense. No, this is serious. 15-year-old girls. There's some 15-year-old girls that are 15-year-old girls. See what I'm saying? There's other 15-year-old girls that are stacked banging that look like they're – 19 and, and act like they're 18. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the, but, but in other countries, there's girls that are 15 years old that are married with three kids. Right, you know and that's why other countries suck. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, true. See, if you see some you, of the banging 15 year olds, you, I see. You show me another country with pregnant 15 year olds, I'll show you a crappy country. Okay. Uh, that's right. We have slightly higher standards in this country, uh, so I, allegedly. I, I bet you I know there's a problem here too. Why? 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 Why she won't want to let him go? He's 21, right? She's 15. He's got a buy car. Her 40s. He can Go buy to her store, 40s. Buy, buy, buy a 40. And he's got a uh, car. Mickey's. Right. All right. But here's the deal. We don't want her to. We don't want her to live in a trailer park her whole life. We don't want her to be pregnant at 15 and a half. We don't. Uh, the insane clown posse works very hard and pays taxes. I'm sure. Right. You guys don't want to have to support every I, uh, every mother who can't support her own child no, because she got pregnant. But I don't know if she ten years before she should have been. I mean, you guys say that she shouldn't have a boyfriend. Well, I mean, because for the, a o- only years. the reason that we say that is that's the only way that she'll be alone with the feelings, such yeah. as it is. The boyfriends fix those feelings and sort of allow her to escape from them, as opposed to letting her just be alone and examine what those feelings are, as unpleasant as they might be. And try to deal with them and grow through them. All right, but I don't think we're going to talk her out of having a boyfriend. Yeah. Maybe the twenty-one-year-old's a, a big gumpy nerd, and he, <laughs> he looks like Baby Huey, and he and he, and he acts like a sixteen-year-old, and maybe that's what she needs you know, to cut with. The fact is, a fifteen-year-old's <laughs> brain development is not at the point where they can make the kinds of choices they need to make. Well, it seems how my brain to, hasn't to know what a twenty-one-year-old is. is my doing brain hasn't developed yet, and I'm twenty-five. I wouldn't know anything about that, so I'll take your word. Uh, Marie. Yes. You're 37. Yes. You're on with the Streetwise. No, they're not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the insane clown posse. That they are. What's going on? Okay. Um, I have a four and a half year old daughter. Last year, she was living with her. Father. Hold on a second, Jay. You want to have sex with her? Or is that a little young. Four. Um, That's young. Put one one in front of that Marie, four. Marie. Yes. Fourteen, and we can talk. Keep going. Okay, I um, last year my daughter was living with her father, who I am divorced from. Mm-hmm. Um, before this happened, we um, anyways, um, she was brutally raped, and I want to keep her from ending up like a lot of the other girls. And when I mean brutally raped, I mean ten days in the hospital, five hours of surgery. Who was this? This was my ex-husband's roommate, who was a street man. 
I mean, you talk about insanity. I mean, uh, nobody who, who needs Voodoo a child. The daughter? Her four-year-old? Four-year-old. Where's he, this guy now? He is in, okay, I'm in Las Vegas. He's in the jail. Oh, that's good. But we have to we have to prosecute him. Now, the um, uh, district attorney is wanting her to identify. She can do that. Wants him to tell her about. She ain't doing that. Okay, she won't do that. She won't talk to men. Uh, okay. All right. Listen, uh, Marie. Yeah. We're running late for break, so we're going to finish this up when we come back from break. Okay. All right. Hold all on right. a second. Let me yell at Drew. How come every time I make a sex joke about someone young, they were raped? I always feel bad about that. But number two, Drew, didn't we just get done with a long, drawn-out, painful rape story? And I don't mean to take away from uh, Marie's story and the horrible but thing that it, happened it's, to it's, her daughter, it's, it's, but we can we could have got into it in ten minutes. Different end of that same issue. So we just talked to someone it. who was raped when they were five or six. At, now at fifteen. Now we're going to turn back and talk to somebody who's uh, see what we can do with a four-year-old. All right. It just, it, it, just one thing people can think about during the break. Take it from me. That guy, although he's sitting in jail and he hasn't been prosecuted yet, believe me, he's getting his in jail. What they do to people like that in jail, yeah, believe me, he's they know the rapers, his. they know they the molesters. Right away, right off the bat, if you don't tell nobody, sections. the guards will. And believe me, I've been in there, and he's getting his. That's something people can think about and enjoy thinking about during the break because he's getting his. Believe me. Here are the guys who get nailed in prison: uh, pedophiles, rapists, Rape, and, young rapists, people that rape young people, and uh, GMs and of radio stations. I hear really get it bad. Uh, probably the only people that get it worse than the pedophiles uh, once they're in. I hate those white collar guys. All right, we'll be back with more of the insane clown posse, uh, more of the insane Drew posse, and more of you after this. Welcome to the biggest show on earth. Thrills galore, the strangest freak, the highest acrobat, and the funniest clown. Love one. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Drew for True Car. Everyone is talking about transparency these days, a word you hear a lot, because people want it. So when it comes to making a big purchase, like perhaps buying a new car, you expect some transparency in the buying process. This is a process that gives you the confidence to know you're getting the fair deal, right? So you can really look at all the details. To understand the power of transparency, you need to check out True Car and True Car's mobile app. True Car not only can configure the car you want how you want it, but you can see what others actually paid for the same car you're looking for. Down to the zip code, so right in your area, you see the very same car. So you know what you can expect to pay for the car you want. Pretty transparent, right? And once you decide on that car, you can lock in guaranteed savings on an average over $3,000 off MSRP. Then you're connected with a trusted True Car certified dealer that will honor your savings without any negotiation, no shenanigans. So when you're ready for a new, transparent car buying experience, save time, save money, and never overpay. Download the True Car app today. Yeah, this is Slash from Guns N' Roses and Snake Pit and etc. And you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, you is. And uh, tonight our guests are the Insane Clown Posse. We'll hear something from them coming up. And uh, they got themselves a CD called uh, The Great Malenko. And the phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191. I'm Adam Carolla. This is Dr. Drew. 
When we left off, we're speaking to uh, Marie. Marie's 37. Marie's four-year-old was horribly raped by her ex-husband's roommate, I think. And now they're having to go prosecute, and she won't talk, and she's traumatized, obviously. And uh, that's where we left off. Marie? Yes. So does she have to go into court and and, and uh, testify? No. We went into court yesterday, and uh, the district attorney had her. He, he wants to talk to her. All right. Now, the doctor was furious. She is totally, I mean, um, she has a woman doctor, and she was totally furious of, over this. And um, I mostly want to help her for tomorrow. I don't want her to go through a lot of the problems that we girls go through after having something happen to us. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened to you, Marie? Um, I was married at 16. Uh-huh. Why? Uh, to get away from my mother. And what'd your dad do to you? Uh, well, he looked at me once when, I mean, long story. Um, he looked at me once when he was drunk, and then he told me, no, my mother would, you know, my, he goes, no, she would kill me. I looked just like my mother when she was, uh, when they married. Uh, so your dad had a little bit, little bit of this running through him. But he, but he never did actually touch me. Right. But I had boyfriends long before that. Right. But then you, because of that, then hooked up with a guy who was, um, uh, he didn't do the, he didn't do the damage to your daughter, but uh, he doesn't sound like the world's greatest guy. This was no. his roommate, uh, right? Why, was, why did he have your daughter? Because, um, I got chased out of town by him and he won her and, and my four boys in, um, the divorce court. Your four boys? I have four boys oh. and my little girl. How did he happen to win them? Yeah, he's living with I, uh, some street. He drove me out of town. In this state, you don't have to have both parties to be have a divorce. What do you mean? What do you mean he drove you out of town? Uh, he threatened to kill me. See now, that this is getting stupid. And I now. left. You, you got you got you got to realize how how is he going to win a custody battle? And you got uh, uh, he's got a hobo, a homeless guy living with him. Uh, and he, he wins a custody he battle. Have, and, he didn't have at that time. If he threatens you out of, out of town, he's going to kill you. So you leave out of town, leaving your daughter and the four boys over there. I left my daughter in the care of my sister. Well, how'd that happen then? Um, we were going through a uh, protective order. Again, I would have left and took the kids with me. I tried that. I thought they were being I had a nervous breakdown. Uh, how, okay. old, how old are the boys? I have a 15, 17, a 10, 11. Uh -huh. How are they? How are, like, the 15- and 17-year-old? Huh? How are the 15- and 17-year-old? Uh, they're going to... They hate their father at this point. That's good. They should go take care of them. What are they... Are they getting into trouble and stuff? Um, actually, no, they're not. Um, really? They're... Um, my 15-year-old my is keeping himself extremely busy. So busy that uh, he has no time for anybody. Uh, and the whole world. Uh, good. Reasonable. Everything. Under the circumstances, not a bad defense. That's fine. Yeah. I even pulled straight A's now in school when he did Do you do drugs, Marie? Um, I did before. What were you strung out on? Um, pot. Okay. Well, it's not too bad. All right, let's get back <laughs> to the... How uh, they, that's how they managed to get my kids. <sighs> okay, because uh, they got the drug stuff in there. Right. Oh. Uh, well, uh, it's like, um, hey, uh, hey, court, uh, who would you rather the kids be with, the stoned, docile mom or uh, pedophile uh, harboring dad in his uh, his apartment where he collects the uh, domestic uh, beer cans? Uh, um, I have something for the last caller. I yeah. hope she's still listening. Yeah. Uh, the older men, 
there no joy. I was married to one for 18 years, uh, and uh, I ended up with my situation. Okay. Oh, man. But see, here's the thing that kills me, Marie. Five kids in your situation. Yes. You, you realize that's the undoing of this country. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Why five kids? I mean, why why we not, like, two kids? I was trying for my little girl. Oh, okay. Well, you got your little girl. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All right. Yes. All right. All right. Let's not live in the past. Oh. I want to protect my daughter in oh, the future. Oh, if I only had my... Uh, uh, sorry, I'd, I'd uh, call the call the uh, bombing raid out uh, 10 years ago oh, if yeah. I could have. All right. Now, when does your little girl have to go to court? Or is she going to go to court? We're, we'll be um, within the next 30 days. We just have to just make again. sure she's involved with uh, some kind of therapist. For the with next, her doctor? Well... Some kind well, her doctor should know that she's going to need some counseling. For years oh, yeah. and years and years to come. There will be years of counseling then. Yes. All right. Okay. And the best thing you can do is obviously uh, stay off drugs and just be as good oh, a well, mom as you can. That's a definite there. Right? right now they have me on Tegretol and Prozac right. because So you're bipolar? I'm, huh? You're bipolar? Um, I'm personality disorder. Yeah. Borderline. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and a little bipolar stuff going on, huh? Oh really? Okay. Well, that's what Tegretol Tegre is a mood stabilizer. Right. All right. right. Well, you sound you yeah, sound I reasonably stabilized, Marie. Well, the Tegretol helps a lot. Let's just uh, we'll just put the past behind us here and just take it from this point on. And uh, you really can't go back and change the past. Let's oh, just yes. this I'm aware of. All right. We'll I'm just move ahead. Take care of your daughter. Give her everything she needs because she's going to need a lot. And uh, take care of the boys too. Oh. Yeah, and you know, you know the great thing about this country is every time you start talking about uh, the uh, right to reproduce, everyone gets freaked out. Uh, I, 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 this is where you guys lose me. How can she have a 17-year-old son whose little sister gets raped by some maniac, and he's just chilling, getting straight A's in school? The 15, I, that's no, that where the... I become a serial killer right there. Yeah. I swear to God, I couldn't even. I'd go grab, you know. He's just getting A's. He's like, oh, that's cool. I'm just, I'm so busy getting A's, I can't help my little sister. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, he probably, it's not like he was sitting next to her reading an atlas or something. I, I, I'm saying, what about afterward? Wouldn't you lose your mind if you, if you had a little, you were 17, already a thug. You know, everybody's a thug when they're 17. You're already on the streets. Your little sister gets raped by uh, some guy, and then you're just chilling, getting A's in school. Yeah, but th these guys have probably disassociated themselves from this horrible family many, many years ago. At least that's what it sounds like to me. Could and uh, God bless them. Uh, they should spend uh, every waking moment in a library and uh, all summer at a camp somewhere. The dad lives with a, uh, a, a maniac from the streets. The mom's a crackhead. And he's getting straight A's in school. There's something wrong with <laughs> well, this. All right, sport, we'll give the guy a break. Forget. Don't don't criticize a guy for doing well on the SATs. Come hey, on. Man, all, all I know is it don't matter if you dropped out like me or you graduated college. Anybody's little sister gets raped like that, they become a mass murderer. That's what I think. I think I, it, insanity would snap in. How can anybody keep their mind? I don't care. How can anybody keep their sanity when something like that happens to your little sister? Some guy, you know, a murderer, you've been mad enough where you felt like you could kill somebody. You could, you could relate to that even though you'd never do it. You can relate to how it would happen. But how could somebody rape a four-year-old girl? You can't relate to that. That's pure insanity. That's pure right. maniacness. So, therefore, he doesn't need to be on the earth. He needs to be wiped off. He needs to be murdered. Hey, I'm with you. That's I come into play. Hey, you know, you know where... Especially uh, if I was 17, you can get off for that. Where, if you're 15, they him and his brother should have got together and said, yo, you're 15, 
You do All right, wait a minute. Jay, Jay, let's uh, stop harping on the brothers. Uh, these guys have come from the same screwed up family. They probably weren't even around. They're probably staying with their uh, aunt at she their aunt's out house of town in Fort Lauderdale. Said, she runs out of town because the guy says he's going to murder her. All right, here, she don't get out. That's right. stupid. Well, she's she's Take got a personality disorder. Take and get your mind together. Hey, I think people should be destroyed, by the way. I I, I really do. You know, I, I think we ought to just treat them like animals. Like the guy who raped the uh, four-year-old? I, I don't even I, I don't even call it capital punishment. I think he'd just be d- destroyed. Yeah, me They should too. just have a big uh, pen of these guys like they do uh, at the, uh, a, you know, with animals and just put them down. They, should have, they should have a panel with an ex-killer an ex-murderer, an ex-robber, you know, an ex-thief. And if none of them can relate to that guy and know where he came from, these people that have rehabilitated themselves, nobody can relate to somebody that rapes a four-year-old person. There's no rehabilitating in that. What do you do? You sit in jail. What was I thinking? I'll never do it again. Why would you have the urge to do something like that? You can't rehabilitate somebody that like that. That is right. That is they right. They need their neck lopped off. That's what they call Violent Jay, and I'd love that job. Insane clown posse for president. That's, That's right. what I'm saying. Uh, Shanks, you could be the first lady or something. I haven't worked the whole thing out. I think yeah, Jay no. would have to be the president. You could maybe be secretary of state. All right. With that, uh, now, see, now we're out. I think we have, no. Do we have enough time? All right. <laughs> After that tirade, I think we deserve to hear a song from the insane clown posse off of the great Malenko. This one is called Halls of Illusions. Listen to the lyrics. of illusions off of great malenko the insane clown posse with slash playing the licks on the guitar there and uh i'd like to see something on the uh, great minka that's my uh, asian porn star maybe uh minka could take on the great malenko i know exactly who you know who i'm talking about great malenko uh, we'll put it to her. i knew we could identify on that one all right uh we'll be back why don't you try rapping at this time yo yo kick some flavor and stuff and love and light i'll be right back in a minute i'm sorry that was really bad you're just not straight like me hi everyone this is david d from podcast one's viciously hilarious new show bossa presents don't be scared where me Danny Canada and Jaleezy tackle all the week's news with hilarious commentary like this. Then we had a moment and I told him that I wanted to have his big strong NFL babies. Kate Upton. Kate Upton is fine. She looks, she's built like when they turned Senator Kelly into the mutant (laughs) in the first X-Men movie. (laughs) All that and more every Wednesday here on Podcast One. All right, Jane Shags are here from the Insane Clown Posse. I'm uh, Dr. Drew, and that's, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> All right. 
I've obviously lost my bearings. We'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. All right, Insane Clown Posse, two big guys in pro-Mexican wrestling ma- masks, which Drew has never heard of, by the way. Never heard of professional wrestling from what Mexico. About, what about no. ECW, Extreme Championship Wrestling? Yes, I've heard of that. That's wrestling for today's wrestling fan. It's not family-oriented, happy-friendly <laughs> wrestling. It's like brutal. I thought it was what, hardcore. It's you, UF. Uh, UFC. It's like the yeah. UFC, it's like but that, it's better. But it's it's, it's yeah. like wrestling. They got the most incredible they wrestlers. Fist fight. They Matter of fact, they, we made a special appearance on a, on a pay-per-view they had last month, and we got our asses kicked. <laughs> it was pretty cool. They drop-kicked a chair in my face, Sabu and Rob Van Dam. Sabu was Hit the world the champion. The metal chair. They beat tight. us down, and I popped a hole in my eardrum, and I couldn't hear for three weeks. It was excellent. What? Uh, <laughs> hey, Whoa. do you guys orchestrate that stuff at all before you do it? Hey, I, I mean, thought hey, it was fake, hey, too. We, we went, went out, out there. It was fake, too. I got drop kicked in the face with a metal chair. We know? were out there. They said, go out there and rally up some ECW. You know, we're here on pay-per-view Fort Lauderdale. We went out there. ECW, ECW. Everybody was chanting. Here comes the wrestlers. I swear I thought it was fake. Here comes the wrestlers. I'm like, whoa, Rob Van Dam. I was talking to him backstage. He throws a, side, a, a round kick and knocks my head off into the first row. And then I look over because the kid holds my head up so I can see. And I see they got Shaggy in a camel clutch. And Sabu drops a, drop kicks a chair in his face. They're beating our asses on pay-per-view. We feel like idiots. Well, you see, that's the thing is, is when you walk around with those wrestling masks they on, you're asking for doing. trouble. They think you're pros. It's <laughs> back to your old behaviors again. So then ECW's like, hey, come on back. And I'm like, hold on a minute. You know what I mean? I don't know if we're going to do something. Yeah, see, I, I go in the ring in a uh, diaper, wind-up beanie, and a big lollipop. So they, they know exactly where I stand and on the rough stuff. Even harder, don't, don't, just don't let that Monday Night Wrestling think wrestling's all corny until you've seen some EC dub. Well, listen, even if this stuff is fixed, even if it's orchestrated, even if it's rehearsed, they're still beating the crap out of each other. I don't know how you can fake that you part. Can't, you can't fake a metal chair in the face, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, 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 uh, that's my point. Dave. Hello, you guys. Hey, you're 33. Well, good. This is, you want a lighter story after the last one? Yes. All right, nice. I had a wild weekend. I went, I went and it's just, if this story gets too long, you'll have to cut me off, but I had a sort of a weird weekend. I met this girl like last Wednesday night. I picked this girl up in a bar. I know you guys probably don't approve of that, but I picked her up. Hey, that's the, sh- the, the stuff. Brought her back to my apartment, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, all right, we had one night together. She, I'm here in the Midwest. She's not from here. She was just passing through town. And then uh, we had one night together. Then we the next night I went to her hotel room. And we had a pizza together. You know, we left the hotel and had a pizza. We went back to the hotel room. And here's where things got a little... She asked me... I thought we were just settling in. We got back up to the hotel room and we put the TV on. And she asked me when the last time I had sex was. And I said, well, it was about a year. Then I asked her and she said, well, it was about a few months ago. I thought you said you hit it the night before. I thought you well, said she you... said before her, of course. Oh, okay. Before her. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm a and then... Uh... No, I was with you on that one. And then I asked her one more question. I asked her how... What did she think of the way I came on to her in the bar? And then, uh, I don't know, just that little exchange, would that create an environment of tension? Because we we talked a little bit more, and then I got up to go to the bathroom, and uh, when I got back, she like uh, she asked me, she, want, she told me she wanted to leave. 
Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then she kind of went bancho on me. She flipped out and screamed at me and told me to get the hell out of there. What'd you and say to know. her? How she was acting? Would you go number two when you went to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> I got the flush. I got those hollow corridors and they can hear Maybe stuff was, going on. I the asked dial. her if that was the reason. Oh, you're but all listen, glass. Then there's more. Then, the, like, after she went bancho, I wasn't going to call her. But then another day went by, and she called me, and we went out again. We went to dinner. We went to a, the theater. So that's uh-huh. where you made your mistake. And then another weird thing happened. She was, like, leaving the next morning, and I said, why don't we, you know, oddly and I live in this city, and the, the theater where we went to was not far from my apartment. And I, um, I said, you know, why don't we go back to my place for a few more hours? Yeah. Slaps. And then she sort of stalled me, and she told me she really had to get back to her hotel room and pack and stuff like that. All right, so what is your question, Dave? The question is, um, was she a nut or something? I mean, and then, because what happened was... It was a man. What happened was... That, wait, so what happened was... It was a and man? Then the, it was a she man? did another weird yeah. thing. What? Oh, it was When a we man? were heading toward the bus stop, I was trying yeah. to stall her and trying to, you know, to get her to come to my place. I put my arm around her and said, you know... Well, she fig- she figured if you're going to go in her hotel room and take a number two, what are you going to do at the house? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, we'd already, not, we'd like, already spent on. one night together. All right, so what did you say? What she say to you when you put your arm around her? She, well, she did something where she pulled away from me very hostily and violently. Uh, All right. Dave, she, she knows what you're up to. Huh? No, she doesn't. Know. Yes, she does. Well, she's screwy. She, she's but she but she's ambivalent. She's guilty. She's shamed herself for what she did. She she's, like she's trying case. to develop a relationship with Dave, but she every time she attempted to develop some kind of connection with him, he was interested in sex and, yeah, and well, that pissed well, her. No, was, well, he hasn't had, had sex in a whole, year. We, we, had spent, we had a <laughs> we went out to dinner. We went, went to the theater. I mean, and then at the end of the night, yeah, I was I did want to bring her home with me. Yeah, that's all you. That's what that's oh, your yeah. whole the mo was. That's the no reason you took her to the theater. She picked up on what you were up if to. If I was get, didn't get no skins in you, I'd have skipped the theater and dinner. Well, what about the night before in her hotel room? She kicked you out because she felt bad. Remember, you guys talk about. All right, let me let me explain, Dave. Say one more thing. The stench of what is it? Desperation. Yes, people. yes, I can smell it through the microphone. You have the stench <laughs> of desperation on you. Now I'll tell you what women do, especially crazy women. They feel very amorous. They feel very sexual, but then they know it's wrong because they hear their dad's voice ringing in their head and they hear society's voice ringing in their head. But they get drunk and they go out and have sex with you. No. Nope. Then you see him the next Disagree. day. Uh, shut up, Drew. Hey, Engineer Mike. No, do not do shut it. Shut Drew's do mic up. Thank you. Thank you very much. Let me explain to the insane clown posse. So what happens is, is they see you the next day, and instead of more sex, they feel guilty about the first time, and they're somehow going to try to win it back by making you take them out on a few more dates and tell them oh. you're not that kind. I'm not that kind of girl. I got but you. it's the guy's totally confused because he was banging you in the parking lot of the bar. The night before, that 10 makes, minutes after he met you. Complete, you're a genius, brother. Thank you. You're a genius I, because I've never got to that second stage because usually after I but have like sex, i like when I out. said to her I hadn't had sex for a year, I didn't feel any tension coming from it. From me, there was no tension. I don't know if it bothered her. Right, but that just underscored the fact that she's more amorous than you are. You, you know <laughs> what I mean? Are they, are they, are, hang on, have Mike, please. Mike, please. Yeah, I understand. Yes. Or that what you were out for that night was sex. And that that freaks that, her out. That's yeah. not, no, it doesn't freak. It, but but Drew, she's trying to compensate for the night I, before. I understand you that. Understand the, that? the reason so she sense. did the night before. Th- this is where her craziness comes in. What she's looking for is intimacy. 
what she went for was this physical thing. What she got was a guy who was interested in sex only, and she's trying to make up for that. Try, she feels ashamed. She's trying to find a way to make up and make the relationship. It's not there. This guy wants sex. That's that. Honest enough, fine. That's what he wants. But she's furious. Yeah, but he took her to a movie. He took her. He took her to a dinner. Yeah, but he, he had one thing, one reason pizza. for one reason. No, he's calling to say he may want uh, Dave. Drew. Dave. Dave. Did you? Would you have had a relationship with her? Perhaps, but no, Drew. You're being too. You know, you're just be, you're you're stereotyping the male. Drew is what you're doing. Maybe. See, the, Stop this, beating this, up on the penis, Drew. Yeah. This always wait, wait. answers everything. Well, Dave, we, we, oh, are you looking? Are you are you looking for a sustained relationship with her? Well, no. It was going to be like a fling. A year. All right, Dave. Well, why did you come back to my? That's not what she place? wanted. That's what? not what she wanted. Dave, you did the right thing, brother. You, 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 you deserve your proper. What are you supposed to do? Turn down the skins? The it's, first not, night? it's not your fault. She was nuts. She you should be lucky that? you came back. If that had been me, I'd have been out with Ladies, the TV. listen very carefully to this discussion because if, if mm. this is how men think. Yeah. And if, if you're going to have sex with a guy, then the first night, I mean, if you don't want to be thought of this way, don't have sex with a guy at a bar. Don't do that. If, not, if that's not what you're looking for, don't do that. Don't tell me. Right. There's, well, there's you no, can't no, argue no, with that. But if you do do it, <laughs> then you got to have more sex the following night if you go out. Because that's, matter of fact, that's the, the second date is sodomy time. Because, just because you have feelings for the person that you had sex with doesn't mean the guy does. No, it just means he was drunk and had uh, had wood. Let me th- what? Especially yeah. a year. <laughs> say one thing. Hold on. Jay feels slighted here. I, yes, I want to say one thing. What is What is so wrong? Where a, a guy wanting some skins. If I was a girl and somebody wanted to hit this, I'd be flattered. You know what I'm saying? Why is it if a guy wants some skins, all of a sudden he's a criminal? Why no, does she feel like, that. No, uh, why, uh, does, uh, why does she feel so bad that she let this guy hit it the first because night? Because that's not what she wanted. She felt ashamed of herself and felt no. Cheap she and she guilty. felt ashamed because if somebody else would have found out, then then oh they would have wanted smart, the skins you know what too. All I all I I don't respect her more. Let me hit it the first uh, listen, night. You guys, you guys, that, listen, listen. A, women a, when they have sex have an emotional experience, even when they don't want to. They get connected to, to a guy. That's where they go wrong. Well, that's right. If they're if they're looking, they they are capable of just having sex they do it once in a while but mo- for the most part they always have connections that they didn't intend to get with that person or their feelings come up that are disturbing or conflicted for them and they can't just they can't it's harder for them to have a pure physical well, experience so the way men can do that routinely that's right guys see, can do that all right i'm not i'm not beating up on dave i'm listen, just saying that's where he was at. i gotta take more than one call a break here right, that's uh, that's all, all right. i'm saying steve hello hey you're 44 must be a god because i got through Forty-four. So you're right in the uh, insane clown posse's wheelhouse. Oh, I've been there and, and done that. You must have all the CDs. Oh no, I don't got any. I'm just listen. Oh. I can just tell it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. What's going on there, Dave? Steve. What's going on Steve. is uh, who the hell's Dave? Uh, Last guy. Really oh. Hadn't had sex in a year. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> okay. go ahead. Uh, this is more directed to Drew. Yeah. But Adam, I give you accolades. You're a good guy. Thank right, you, Steve. A lot of sense. We got to go. All right, enough with the commentary. Okay. Fine. Uh, Drew, what happened uh, back to grew up Jewish home? My dad died at seventeen. When you were seventeen, I, I was seventeen. My dad died at uh, forty. Uh-huh. I did CPR. He died. Uh-huh. My brother died at twenty-five. My mother died at fifty-six. From what? Heart attacks. Oh, everybody heart attacks. Right. Was, Whole family. Was everybody smoking? Not. And my mom and dad were. And your brother was not. Yes, he was. The, art, it was, uh, <laughs> the autopsy was done with diseased heart, atelosclerosis uh, of the heart. Drew, you can't smoke so much at 25 that you have a heart attack without some <laughs> I, sort of to congenital problem. His, no, I'm just trying Don't to assess his risk. Uh, because of those losses, be, just prior to that, I got into drugs, be, 
became dependent upon them, and uh, unfortunately, was in a mental institution twice, overdose and nervous breakdown. Got into the Navy, got into religion, if you want to say that, uh, but became a Christian, and I was in a church that uh, was a cult, and got out of 15 years. The, the guy's just what you talk to, he's a pedophile, and he's put away for 31 years, and I, I did some help there with the authorities to see that. Uh, you talking about the leader of the cult? Correct. This is the uh, Romper Room cult? Yeah, his name's L.R. Davis. And what, what's the what, what's the deal? What what did you have to do with the cult? What did, what did I have to? I yeah. was in there. I found out about it that he was sodomizing young kids. Well, how does it work though? I mean, that that wasn't what they put on the brochure though, was no, it? No, no, no. It's a facade. Yeah. Okay. Religion, you know, preach the message. I know, but were you living? Do you have to live in a cult, or can, are there any weekend cults? No, I would no, join no, a weekend I cult. No, you're not allowed. To, you're not allowed to call your parents. You're not allowed to go home. I cannot relate to this guy. At all, I, I joined a cult. Then I became a crackhead. What are you talking about? What is he talking about? Who the hell has that kind of life? You know what I'm saying? Steve does. Relate? I'm hey, Steve. If I might interject, let me ask Drew this question. I'll get I'll get off of the air. Okay. I want, I tried to get in contact with Drew for three weeks, talking. I guess I left phone messages for him, but that's okay. I have been seeing a psychiatrist. I've been on uh, two two drugs: Zoloft and lithium. The doctor has thought it's good time to get off. Please. Listen, insane uh, clown posse, this is a very serious problem Steve funny. has here. I don't see any funny out of I'm this. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm listening. I hope you are. I think you are. I think, you know, you're a good guy, so just... <laughs> They are. You got to scratch beneath the, uh, the Mexican wrestling mask, but they're good guys I, I, I'm underneath just jugg- that. I'm juggling your nuts a little bit. Go ahead. Well, Steve, what's That's the deal? Okay. Steve. Go ahead. Go, I'm listening. And so what's happened is that uh, I'm doing fine. Um, haven't done drugs for years, haven't drank for years, and but coming off these drugs, is it coming off which drugs? Zoloft and lithium. Why are you coming off? He told me it was a good. You know, he asked me, "Do you want to get off?" And I said, "Okay." Do you think it's all right? Your psychiatrist. Correct. Okay. I said, "Fine." All right. But does the cycle repeat itself? Do I fall dependent because because of past behavior? You know. Well, I mean, the, the probability is if you're not in some form of recovery, you're, you're going to get back into drug use. Um, if you have a psychiatric disorder, an affective disorder, disorder of mood that has been stabilized on the medication and becomes unstable when you come off, obviously you're going to need to stay on those medications and get back on them again. He, he had a question about the heart disease. I'd like to answer oh, that. Oh, but for Christ's sake, he spent five minutes getting to, and then he went with another question. we were talking about sex. All right, hold on a second. Yes, hold on. All right, everyone quiet down. Let me deal with Steve. Steve? Yes, sir. Do you have a question about your heart, potential heart condition? Yes. What is it in 20 seconds? Go. 20 seconds. Am I susceptible? Yes. Do you, have you had your cholesterol checked? Yes. And? And it's uh, it's fine right now. All right, were your, did your other family members have a high cholesterol? Yes. Okay, so there's, right. a, there's a familial hypercholesterolemia that's sometimes going to be milder in some of the, the some of the offspring. Right, you have to follow it very carefully. All right, you, so stay on it, Steve. You, you still have some substantial risk, uh, particularly with your drug history. Evan, yeah, hi, how's it going? You're 18. He should have a treadmill yeah, test yearly. <laughs> yearly treadmill test, Dave. Please. Um, I was calling face up out of his butt because he don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> He should have a uh, face-in-the-ass test as well. If he's taking Zoloft, you know, what the hell is Zoloft? Keep your nutsack out of your butt. (laughs) Keep your nutsack out of your butt crack and everybody be happy. Wait a minute. I got the name of the next CD, The Great Zoloft. (laughs) 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 Sounds like a wrestler, brother. All right, Evan. You have a question for the Insane Clown Posse? Yeah, I was wondering uh, if their videos are ever going to go for sale. Yeah, we got. They're filming right now. 
as Shags is my witness. They're, film, they're filming a movie right now. Is, is it long really? movie, brother? They have got this documentary crew following us around everywhere. Uh, they've been following us around for like two weeks. They're filming a movie on us, and they're gonna—I guess that they're gonna—it's gonna air on MTV. Is it gonna... true you guys got sued by Disney? Right, I, uh, don't worry hey, about that, brother. Hold on, those are federal marshals, so that's not a documentary crew. I don't want to burst your bubble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what is up? Well, hold on a second, Evan. What was up with Disney? No, because they didn't of... want to talk about. It's it the one uh, thing they. Just oh, they hey, did? You don't know about that. Next question. <laughs> Where the hell was I when that happened? Uh, I, uh, listen, I'll just I'll just say what I know, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, there was uh, the album was supposed to come out some months ago. They were on a label that Disney owned in some part, and Disney decided that uh, this isn't something they wanted to be a part of, so they had to wait to the album. Uh, they had to postpone the release no. and find a new uh, label. Nope. Yeah, you no? know all about the world of sex and love, but you know <laughs> nothing about the Dark Carnival, brother. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> this is what happened. Let me educate you as you guys have educated me. Please. The deal is this. We, re- we released an album on Hollywood Records owned by Disney. The day the album came out, Disney yanked it off the shelves mm-hmm. because of the explicit content and the vulgar language used on the album. Well, so far, but, I'm right. But what really happened, but it, it came, came out. out. Left All right, it out. came out hey, that day. It, sold, That's a big it was on the market for six hours and sold 50,000 records. Jesus. That's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so Disney yanked it off the shelves, and then now uh, we got into a bidding war with all these record companies, and we decided to go with Island Records because it has at least 50 hot chicks working there, I swear to you. If you go to the staff of Island Records, you'll see more beautiful women than you see in the islands of Honolulu. Really? Um, yeah, this is how I would staff my business, by the way, if I was uh, running a record that label. Was it. All it needed for me, because there were some hot chicks. But how long ago was uh, was the initial release About then? two months ago. Okay. And, and what happened was a giant group of Southern Baptists, much like the cult that that guy was just in, uh, a, a giant group of Southern Baptists made up of about 14 million ninjas, they all voted to, boy, to boycott Disney. Thus, all the press looked at Disney to see what they were doing, why these people would boycott them. Right. And they shined their lights on Disney, and there was Mickey Mouse with his hand in our cookie jar. And everybody said, what the hell are you doing with the insane clown bossy? You know they're serial killers. And they were like, oh, oh, oh. And they dropped us and washed their hands free of us. And that's what happened. I knew I could get him to talk about it, just as long as I screwed up the story. See, Mickey Mouse is involved in the serial killing clowns too they've been paying us checks for for years they gave us a million dollars just to sign with them and that's the truth i wish someone would pick us up and then drop us and pay us that's right and they don't want you to know (laughs) that disney is involved with stuff like us but they own miramax films and that puts out all the pulp fiction and the halloween movies and all that scary stuff and disney's involved in that too and disney owns hollywood records and they were working with serial killer clowns like me and i've been down with mickey for years so don't send your kids to disney world they might come home with a violent j doll you know what i'm saying because i'm down with disney they pay my salary damn it evan one more question oh no oh i'm sorry about all right what is it I, I just like them. They're they're all cool. Um, have you guys ever heard of Gracie Jiu-Jitsu? What's that, brother? That's a form of wrestling. Have Talk you about, ever seen the Ultimate yes, Fighting? Yes. Hey, I know all about. I've heard of the Wicked Clown Ninjitsu, brother. That's right. Gracie Jiu-Jitsu sounds like sex. Sounds like a form of sex I practice greatly. No, it's it's when they have those those Ultimate Fighting Championships. It's the Gracie family that ends up oh, that winning it. Sweet, those because you just hundred eighty five pound guys from uh, Rio de Janeiro, or something that basically uh, wrestle these three hundred pound guys to the ground by twisting their ankles and uh, doing it, all kinds of the like, whole thing. But they 
always end up winning. I want to see boring fights to see, though. You know, you want to see power bombs in the face. Right. I am I'm with a metal you. Chair, drop, kick them Listen, in, unless there's a folding chair involved, it's not a real, it's that's not a real sporting folding event. Folding chairs, barbed wire, thumbtacks. That's wrestling in 1997, brother. Pat. Yeah. You're 18. What's up? Uh, I have two questions. Ask the first one. Okay, the first one's for the ICP. Uh oh. What's up, Pat? Shoot. I have much clown love. Let me tell you. Westside. <laughs> Uh, That's down with the clown. Pat. Yes. Uh, don't mess with the little clown for just a minute. we got to go to break. Okay. All right. Uh, when we come back, we can um, we can talk a little more of the Insane Clown Posse, more to uh, Drew, more to Pat, more to me, more to you after this. People of Earth, we were going to help you. Yeah, we were. But you don't need our help. No, you don't. You have And you're a bunch of sickos. Listen to who Sean and Larry King are interviewing. Martin Short has joined us. How are you? Jacqueline Lorita, one of the original cast members of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. John Voight. Yay! Hi, kids. Damon John, he's become a major television star on Shark Tank. Carl Reiner. I think I'm glad to be here. We'll find out at the end of the evening. Every Thursday, Sean and Larry King interview Hollywood royalty, reality stars, and new up-and-comers. Back and forth with Sean and Larry King. At PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com. Hey, this is Nikki Six from Motley Crue. And this is Donna Yeriko from Baywatch. And you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Ooh. All right. Jay and Shags are both here from the Insane Clown Posse. And, uh, eh, oh, let's we, just you know, move we never, on. We, never right. we were talking at the break, we never plugged their uh, appearances. No. Their dates. No. All right. Well, let me tell you where the Insane Clown Posse is going to be. Um, they are going to be on the 18th. That is uh, Thursday. What is that? This Thursday? Yeah. Tempe, Arizona at the Electric Ballroom, the 20th of uh, September. They're going to be in uh, L.A. at the American Legion Hall. Oh, that ought to be a show. 21st, they're going to be in San Francisco. 23rd, they're going to be in Portland at uh, La Luna. 24th, they're going to be in Seattle. 26th, they're going to be in Denver. 30th, they're going to be in Dallas, and um, I'm skipping a couple places here because we're not on in a few of these cities. And uh, the 5th of uh, October, they will be in Minneapolis at First Avenue. And when you guys do a show, you do it with the whole theatrics, right? All I want to say is this before anybody comes out to a show expecting something that's not, Insane Clown Posse live in concert is completely void of talent. All right? It's absolute mass insanity. Everybody that comes out to the show this Saturday here in L.A., you're going to see completely insanity, complete mass insanity, violence, people flying all over the place. Half the time, I don't even know where Shag's at. I look over, he's over at the merchandise booth doing a moonsault on the audience. Uh... People are flying everywhere. Fago pop flying everywhere. We just we play a tape and it's a juggalo party to the music. Nobody knows what the hell's going on. I've had concussions, uh, broken collarbones, broken ankles, broken wrists, dreadlocks pulled out of my head. Uh, nobody knows what the hell's going on. We never tour with anybody else. 
besides bands just like us because <laughs> oh. I don't ever want people to come out to the show that aren't there to see us. You know what I mean? Our, our shows are absolutely... Nobody knows what's and happening. And people come in costumes and stuff? Oh, everybody's got the clown makeup on. Everybody's juggling. See, we normally wear the clown makeup, but like now... You know, we just got the mask on. Right. But normally we wear the clown makeup. And on this oh. tour on this tour with us this time we have a band called Misery. They're from the South Bronx in New York City and they are absolutely perfect for what we do because they themselves have no recollection no recollection of sanity and insanity. And uh they are absolutely the bomb. They do this bilingual rap, half Spanish, half Whatever, regular. What, right. What are we talking? English? Uh, I think you're trying. Yeah. Regular. So it's like half that, half Spanish, and it's just absolutely they're the greatest thing happening in New York, and now we bring them with us. All right, but you can see them in, uh, we're on in uh, Arizona, so you can catch them in uh, Tempe before That's you right. catch them in L.A. And uh, hell, just get in a bus and come out and see them again in L.A. Because in L.A., it's going to be uh, a madhouse. This is our first time. It's not going to be madhouse in Tempe? Oh, it, it's already, like, guaranteed madhouse there. I mean, it's, this is L.A., I'm just trying to say, because L.A. is, like, where all our friends are coming out. We got Slash and everybody coming out, and we're in L.A. Hey, can you meet chicks in the clown makeup and everything? See, you had to go there. Yeah. The, the whole deal is we don't get chicks. Look at us, man. You know? <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's not, not too front, many chicks right? dig Mexican wrestling masks. They think How many chicks? Killer. Oh yeah, there's a lot of chicks out there that are down with serial killer clowns. Well, I was you know thinking, I mean? yeah, I was thinking. You know, one part of the argument is, is hey, you're in a band, you got a big crowd See, out there, and asked. that should be good no, for that, something. That's why you asked because you know we don't. You want right. to put me on a spot? No, I didn't. We don't get chicks. We never get chicks. We never get any damn chicks. Uh, and I wish... He's going to fly across the table here. All right, I'm sorry. What's wrong? I know I'm a sex symbol. I know that. Yes. And all I'm saying is if maybe some women could come out to the shows once in a while. That would be appreciated. I mean, I'm available. I'm a single man. There's a lot, what, a lot of guys at the show? I have a slight problem with necromacy. I have a slight problem <laughs> with uh, serial killer fetishes. But that's all right. I can hide that. I can keep that in my past. You know. All I mean? right. So you're saying uh, if a woman is enamored with you, there will be no personal attacks uh, backstage. Not at you'll, least. Be a, you'll be a perfect clown gentleman. Not backstage. All right. Maybe uh, not backstage. <laughs> Pat. Yeah. You're 18. Yeah. Like I was saying, I have much clown love. I Here in Toledo, I saw your show at the Sports Arena last week, and it was the best one of your shows. I've been to four of them. That was the best one. Pat, let me tell you something. I'm down with Toledo, brother, and I'm down with you because you're a juggalo. And uh, stay down with the clown till you're dead in the ground. I waited in line till 4.30 in the morning at Media Play, and I gave you my uh, my old uh, Iron Sheik doll. Woo! Thank you, brother. Iron Sheik's a wrestler. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, uh, what I want to ask ICP is if you're going to come out with uh, another Stranglemania video. Yes. That's our wrestling video. Yes. <laughs> Strangle Mania is in the high. Well, what was the old Strangle Mania video? Strangle Mania video was all this footage from this Japanese wrestling where they wrestle on top of thumbtacks and, bar and barbed wire, wire rings. Glass, broken and we, glass. we stole the footage. I'll say it right here on national radio. <laughs> we stole the we footage. And we do the, we the commentating over footage. it. Oh, really? And it's just the greatest piece of wrestling action ever. So you you guys are like the uh, um, John Madden and uh, Chris Economaki of of uh, of this bizarre wrestling. Yeah, I mean, you sit there and talk like, so bizarre though. Now. Sounds more like the Mystery Theater 2000. They huh? wrestle on top of thumbtacks. I, I they they wrestle not. on top of exploding barbed wire. 
Yep. Uh. And we do the live commentary play-by-play. I'm Diamond Donovan Douglas. And I'm 3D, brother. No, you're Handsome Harley Quinn. I'm Handsome Harley Quinn. That's right. <laughs> also known as Get it Bruno. right. <laughs> yeah, there'll be a volume two coming out one day. Just, uh, just hang on to your nuts. It's coming real soon. Alex. Yeah. Alex, you're 17. How's it going? Good. Good. What's going on? Watch your way, brother. Um, I have one question, not for the RCP. That's right. We'll answer it anyhow, brother. I got a question for Adam about them. So both of them talk like exactly the same, or is one of them really quiet? You talking about Jay and Shags? Yeah, I only heard one of them talking this whole time. Well, Jay talks a little more than Shags. But uh, they're both doing a fair amount of talking, hey, although I say Jay was doing the lion shit. You got to look out for, brother. Now, that you know, would you be Shanks. You ain't noticed. I ain't said none in a while, you know? That's, right. That's Shanks. <laughs> Clear some of that wax out of your ear, brother. You won't have no trouble you hearing that us out of your throat. in Dolby Stereo. Okay, that was Drew just talking. <laughs> <laughs> you have any other questions, Alex? Yeah, yeah. All right. I was wondering, because I smoke weed a lot. And I was wondering what that, what effects that has on my immune system. Uh, I know of no specific defect of immune function, with the exception that daily marijuana smokers almost always have chronic bronchitis. That's me. And that's probably not an immune issue so much as airway damage. And there's a growing consensus that emphysema and potentially even lung cancer is down the road for people who smoke a lot of pot for a long period of time. The guy's only 17 and he's getting bronchitis. You smoke weed every day for you, you get chronic bronchitis. You you quit smoking weed and you start smoking rocks and that bronchitis will clear right up. You start smoking crack instead of weed. (laughs) High is better. Yeah, then I turn into you. Marcus Shagby, MD, is uh, on the show tonight. (laughs) The uh, the bronchitis is the damage on on the airways on the bronchial tubes is m- actually worse from marijuana than from tobacco cigarettes. Right. Okay. Uh, Simon. Hi guys. Thanks you guys me. aren't into aren't into weed, right? Yeah. How'd you know that? Because I can tell. You, you guys talk. got way too much energy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you you know you know why I know you're not into <laughs> the weed because you would you would uh, be taking a piss you'd catch yourself in the mirror in those uh, in those masks and you you'd take them off immediately it would bum your high and you would freak out. Well, I heard if you smoke a lot of weed your nuts will shrivel up and, and start flashing yellow and green on them. So I'm not into that. Yeah, you guys uh, and you guys don't drink either, do you? Uh, lots of fago, brother. Yeah, that's soda. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not boozers. Don't worry about that. Next question. All right. And I know you don't want to tarnish your image by saying you're not drug addicts. Uh, but the insane mean, clown posse seems to me uh, seems to be about energy and about performance and and, and, and not being uh, dulled, not Have having you ever the had senses the girl from dulled. Letters to Cleo on this show. Uh, maybe before my time, Drew. Who is, who is it? That Letters to King Cleo. Great band is her name. I'm obsessed with this girl. Have She's we? obsessed with me. She just got married. She doesn't stop with the letters, the phone calls. She the, wants the, to tour with us. Her her band is nothing like ours, but she wants to make it happen. She's totally obsessed. Now with you're me. not mistaking a um, uh, an injunction by the courts, a, a restraining order, <laughs> obsession, are you? With her name on it. <laughs> her name may be on the top of the legal document, no, you, but that's not a fan letter. No letters to Cleo. You know the band. You're familiar right. with them. Yeah. Uh, the girl They're good band. is absolutely obsessed with me. I understand. We did a radio show in Boston, and uh, she tried to call. Well, yeah. What is it, what is up with them? I hate to jump in, but. They were pretty hot like about two and a half, three years ago. They were really hot. They had a couple of hits out. They flopped like a flapjack. There's no question. Everybody knows that uh, that, that, uh, she began to 
this I don't want to say obsession, but it's it was a literally oh, an obsession with me and her concentration on the band it began fell to apart. wither. Right, yeah. right. Well, she prioritized. She said, uh, "Why should I make millions in the record industry when I could pursue a Mexican wrestler <laughs> <laughs> from Detroit, who's got millions, by the way?" Oh, uh, really? I, 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 that, Hey, millionaires right here, brother. Seven digits in my bank account. Hold on a second. All you got to do is Seriously. You guys make a ton of money with this. Ask the label. Oh, they lie. Come on. No, ask my mom. All right? I just put a little siding on our house. I just moved her out of a one-bedroom house into a two-bedroom house. I'm talking. I got bank over here. Seven digits. Read the paper. We signed for $3 million. And I got... Come on, man. Oh, I, you just put siding on your mom's house and you're yeah. using it as an example of your wealth? <laughs> I got Look, man, I'm a millionaire. Really? I, I, I'm not kidding All you. All right, I believe you. Read the papers. Oh. That's what's so funny. Look how stupid we are. I We're know. This is horrible. Everywhere we go, people throw money at us. We get, everybody wants our contract. We don't even oh. have a gold record, and we're signing $3 million oh. deals. Oh. Oh. Come on. So you didn't All right. Know but I'll tell you. Is, Disney's, Disney's your best friend. I just bought a right? quarter million dollar house. What do you guys? You guys drive like a uh, purple Corvette or something? I drive a purple Explorer. I, I knew it was purple. <laughs> I drive a purple Explorer. I just you know bought that? it brand new, thirty-two thousand dollars. Purple. I know these guys' sensibilities. What do you think they're going to drive a beige uh, station wagon with the <laughs> fake wood paneling on the side? I'm a millionaire. Oh, I like, mean, if there's any chicks in L.A., come on, man. If they know where the station's at, right? We're we're single guys. I'm a millionaire, right? There's a little bit of ugliness under this mask. I'm not gonna lie. I don't right? know. You look fine. The mask don't have to come off though. I got it really a mask on, brother. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I know my body is that of a sex symbols. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, there's no question there. No, you're but all man. But the face is a little bit, a little bit under hit. the weather. It looks like I've been dragged down a dirt road by my face a little. That's all right. all right. But you got enough money to correct that through surgery. In time, yeah. That is all right because I got a million reasons why chicks would love me. You know what I'm saying? I got a seven-digit bank account. Oh. Seven digits. And I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a gold record. I don't have a hit. Yeah, but you know what you got to do? How many people heard that song we just played? Who the hell's heard that before? Right. And I got a million dollars. I would go out and buy a gold record with some of that money. Disney That's what messed I would do. up. Disney messed up. Ireland picked up where they left off. Somewhere in the mix, I got seven figures in my bank account. That's pretty fresh. All right, we got to go to break. During the break, Drew and I are going to hatch a plan for starting a masked band where we can tap into some of this money. Hey, I'll tell you all how to do it because I'm an expert at it. All right, you uh, line us out during the break. Here's Loveline before deworming. Here's Loveline after getting fixed. Here's Loveline chewing out its stitches. Here's Loveline dragging its butt across the carpet. Bad Loveline. Bad Loveline. Loveline has been bad, and we'll be right back.
Nice guy, that Tommy Lee. Actually, the whole uh, Motley Crew crew, nice guys. Got to drive Tommy Lee's hey. Testarossa Not last time he was either, here. Huh? No, no. Yeah, why shouldn't he be a nice guy? Drives a he drives a Ferrari. He uh, goes home to Pam Anderson and lives on a big ranch. I mean, Jesus Christ, you know. And you know he's got money. Speaking of money, too, I was telling this story when they were on a month and a half ago. Here's how you know you have money. I was uh, I, I love cars. I was looking at Tommy Lee's uh, jet black Ferrari Testarossa, ninety five thousand dollar car, parked out, and that's used by the way. Yeah. Parked out in the uh, Love Line driveway, and I said, or parking lot, I should say. <laughs> it's like the Batcave or something. <laughs> and I said, geez, that is a beautiful ride, Tommy. What year is that baby? And he went, mm, I don't know. And I thought, man, you got money. He knew. That's how you front. That's what we yeah. do. Oh, is that fronting? Yeah. Oh. The people ask See, now you think he's no, rich. I don't think he's he still knew. making payments, breaking his back on yeah, that Yeah, that's car. how we do it, too. I do the same thing. What year is that car? You got, I don't even know. Oh, I know sorry. exactly how much. You know, I know. I didn't know what the deal was. I don't think he knew. He really, he don't think he was fronting. I, I, th- I think he didn't know. That was the set of pumpkins on his wife. He wasn't front about that. Uh-huh. He probably is paid. That's probably he was just too busy thinking of her. You know what I'm saying? He's, He's distracted. I don't, what, I don't know what year this car is. I'm thinking about something else, brother. All right, we are going to hear something else from the insane clown posse so they can make more money, possibly from selling records this time instead of just trading a <laughs> bidding war. That's what I'm saying. The uh, CD's called The Great Malenko, and uh, this one, coincidentally, is called The Great Malenko. That is the great Malenko off the great Malenko from the Insane Clown Posse. And again, you can find them uh, this weekend. They'll be the 19th and the 20th at Knott's Berry Farm playing the Good Time Jamboree Theater. <laughs> That's right. Bring the kids. Bring the kids and bring the corn because if you bring a hustle of corn, you get $10 off your ticket. Simon. Hey, guys. Thanks you're, for taking my call. You're 23. What's going on? Um, I'm 23. My girlfriend's 26. And first time we had sex um, was about a year ago. And she was a virgin at the time. And what? we've 25? been having sex. What's that? She was she... 25 a year ago and she was a virgin? Yeah. Well, you scored a good one there, brother. Well, I don't know. Let's keep listening. So we've had sex for about a year. And she just tells me last week that she's really not enjoying. She never really enjoyed sex that much. What does that mean? She said it, she, it just isn't feeling good. She isn't getting that much pleasure out of it. Um, her desire is not that strong. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know what to do. I've been with other girls before, and I haven't had a problem as far as I know that way. And, I mean, we've talked about it, and she just seems to think that she just doesn't... It's like she doesn't get any pleasure out of it. Stick your face in her butt. <laughs> try, try, try something weird, because if she ain't liking standard sex, maybe just stick your face in her butt or something. Do something that... <laughs> well, here's... Let me, let, me, let me clarify what Jay is saying here. Yeah, please. Let me just give an uh, example. Yeah. Guys, I think you appreciate this. Jay is Jay's like Vince Lombardi. He's like a great coach. And what he's saying is, is you've been basically just pounding the middle of the line and not getting anything. Run. He's saying you got to go to the flea flicker. 
you got to do like the uh, reverse <laughs> or the Statue of Liberty. of Liberty or the uh, hook and lateral. You got to you got to get creative here because you're not, you're getting shut down. There you go. Is that is that what you're saying, Jay? Yeah, well. stick, stick your face between, <laughs> between her uh, pumpkins and go. Simon, that's what usually works with me with her about how she feels about <laughs> relationships and her sexuality in general. Uh huh. I mean, she was a virgin until she was twenty-five, right? Yeah. That's... Was, was there something going on there? No, no. I've I've uh, asked her all about that. Um, what What was her reason? She just said that she had other things to do. She wanted to get through school. She didn't oh. have time for All her right. Well, so uh, tell her to come holler at me right quick, and, and then we'll see if it's just you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could be you. Yeah, hey, could, you know, I'll test, I'll test the waters out for you there, brother. Is your you dangling crooked? I would yeah, suggest you, something. You guys just worry about your music. She's not on medication, is she, or anything like that? She... She was a um, crank addict for two years before I met her. Well, uh, <laughs> come all these questions always lead back to smoking crack or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what is going on? If I she, well, the, the screeners she's are taking, doing their job. What's that called? Zorak or whatever that was. What do you mean she the was great a, Zorak? <laughs> Zoloft. What do you mean she was a crank addict? Poor Zoloft. Yeah, she she hasn't. You know, that was well before I met her. And she's in recovery now. Yeah, she went through twelve steps and she all. She goes that. to meetings on a regular basis. Uh huh. Recovering All right, but listen, Simon. It, <laughs> even the even the insane clown posse can understand, um, they can see that there's holes in this logic. In she was story, a, she yeah. was a virgin until she was 25, and we all went, "Hey, what's up with that?" I mean, yeah. why would someone be a virgin until they're 25? And when you questioned her about that, she, she said, "Well, hey, uh, you know, I was studying. Yeah, I was busy studying listen, crank." She sh- uh, she should be a um, Harvard laureate at this at this point. She's not doing too bad. <laughs> All right, but the point is is she didn't have sex until she was twenty five because she has issues with sex, not because she was hitting the books. Okay, you you understand that? Yeah, yeah. All right, so now this is an issue with sex coming up. <coughs> uh, it's not surprising, right? So here's our question: What was her issue? What's the problem? What's going on with her? That, I don't know. Her her sis, younger sister is um, about 25 herself. She hasn't had sex either. All right. Well, okay. There's something she going on. Uh, 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 where's dad? Still around. <laughs> Still around. Real, really supportive. Great family. Uh, From the outside. Did she that. also have an eating disorder, this girlfriend? Um, no, her sister, but not her. Okay. Except uh, for when the crank thing leaked out. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we all go through the crank thing at well, some point. Well, you right? go through the crank phase. For, right. for me, it was uh, 84 to maybe 91 for so my crank So nobody banged her when she was strung out on crack, huh? It was, it was pretty hardcore from what she tells me. And nobody banged her. I mean, crackheads are usually really easy for me. Yeah. Well, this is a crankhead. Yeah. Crack oh, crank, all right. I hear you, but I, I pretty much believe no. All right, so, all right, so something is, something Simon, is up. something's up because her sister is a virgin until 25. With her sister disorder. had an eating Maybe disorder. She you, she brother. was uh, she was yeah. on crank. Right. Yeah. So there's something going on. Okay, so it, just keep digging and see if I can get anything. Well, you know, she, how often does she talk to her sponsor? Uh, I don't know if at all anymore. All right, so she's she's not even involved in her recovery. Then again, when you when you yeah, and for all you know, she may be using. That's another possible reason when why she's you, not having first sexual drive. Had sex with her. She might be on medication. You don't even know that. Did it go in easy, or did, was it really hard <laughs> to get it in? All right, uh, Maybe, we're we're not. She wasn't a version at all. Because we're not I bet you it was really easy getting <laughs> See, in. See, that's a. Interesting point. Maybe she wasn't even a virgin. Yeah, I think she was. But well, she's so avoiding. She's, she's so avoiding. The How many crank addict <laughs> virgins are there out there? <laughs> I mean, oh, it can't be too many. J- Simon. Yeah. Are you sure she was a virgin? Yeah, it was really hard. Oh, it was. Uh, All right. Me weeks. 
Okay. Listen, you got to talk. There's something's up with her. Somebody's perpetrating around there. Somebody okay. Around. All right. There's a there's a reason her and her sister are doing what they are doing or were doing what they were doing. Maybe okay. They're getting with each other. All right. Well, hey. are the, are the, are the, the parents real involved in their lives? Yeah. Mm. I mean, That's, you know, I would say normally. Yeah. It's, normal involvement doesn't result in an eating disorder. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. there's something, something not so normal <laughs> going on. All right. Okay. So, Simon, you got your work cut out for you. Okay. You really do. Well, thanks a lot. All right. Hey, good buy, luck. Buy her, buy her a big, fat crank rock. Sit down and talk to her about it. <laughs> Get the truth out of her. Chris. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey, I got a question for you. Make it uh, fast because we're almost out of show. All right, man. Well, it seems like I, I just met this girl. You know, I've been with her five months. And I finally get to go to bed with her, and, well, it's like I'm a one-hit wonder, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm there, and then I'm gone. Right. And I've had that problem before, and I was just kind of, you know, do you have any... Don't spend so much money on it next time. She won't string you along, you know? You, Maybe you can hit it on the first day next time. Are you you're saying you have a, the premature orgasm? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I thought you were talking about you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, see, guys... Uh, see, that ain't nothing. I do that all the time. You guys, know what I'm saying? Guys Go dance around that subject. Uh, how stacked? But, I mean, is there anything I can do to cure that? You know? What do you care for? You uh, got yours, right? I, yeah, I would say, uh, well, the guy, he wants to impress her because he wants, uh, listen, let me explain to the um, insane drink clown 40, posse. Drink a 40 next time. This guy wants a relationship with her. He wants sex with her more than once. He wants to impress I mean, her. He doesn't want to drive her away. Hold on. She, show on. She's gone. Because he busted a nut real quick. Oh, she broke. She, she broke. She left him hanging because he only lasted two minutes. Is maybe, that worth? Is that somebody you want to have? Months. Is that worth? Some, is that somebody you want to have a relationship with? Somebody that leaves oh. you because you only last two minutes? See, I well, know why uh, you only touche, last two Jay. Minutes. That's Jay, why because uh, he knows. said he waited five months to get with her. He waited. F- That's probably why he busted up in two minutes. That's your excuse right there, saying? idiot. You Sit waited. <laughs> she made you wait five yeah. months. And then you only lasted two minutes. I don't know, two order. seconds. All right, you guys need your Give own radio. I wasn't even got my panties you know off. <laughs> not that I wear panties. No. Forget that. Strike that. Yeah. Mike, uh, dump that out. That's our next question. All right, this is turning into a pandemonium here. A pantymonium here. <laughs> that should be the name of the next CD. Ernie, the world's fastest drummer for Loveline. Too high when I'm not drumming up a storm. <laughs> what was the rest of it? Loveline will be right back. If it's not, sue me or something. All right, so uh, let's just let's just um, let's just backtrack for a second. Drew, you learned about Mexican wrestling and Oriental massage tonight. It's just really, just an educational evening all the way around. See, you you thought you were schooled in the cultures of this land, but you knew nothing. I told you guys you would learn a lot from our sex therapy, and I'd like to thank you guys for having us on because we definitely know our stuff. There's no question there. We are definitely skilled in the in in the. Uh, in the field of sexual stimulation, if you will. Thank you. Uh, we couldn't agree more. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, Jay Shags, uh, thank be, you very much. That would be the eighth grade education shining through me right now. <laughs> the insane clown posse coming to a, um, a prison near you. <laughs> uh, you the guys. Great Malenko is the name of the CD. Go out and get it, or uh, better yet, catch their live act. They don't really need the money from their record sales, but come <laughs> catch their live act. It, it's got to be worth the price of admission. And uh, Wear your scrubby clothes. Thursday, Fiona 
example. Until then, this is Adam Kroll for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions, that's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.